0: Welcome to the Staying Ageless Podcast, a show that will equip you with the major keys to achieve extraordinary longevity. This is your girl, Associate E, I am a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And today on the show, we'll be talking about how to use food as skincare and embrace holistic living. To get this longevity party started, I'm gonna give you a brief rundown of some of my favorite kitchen and bathroom ingredients, pretty simple ones, and some of the ways you can use them. And later today, we'll be chatting with our expert, Amber Lynn Johnson, an esthetician and holistic mom. I'm so grateful to have each and every one of you tuning into the show from all over the world. Shout out to listeners in the USA, UK, Ireland, Spain, South Africa, France, Germany, and much more. If today's show inspires you, I'm inviting you to go ahead and subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me to get feedback, so any reviews are much appreciated. Hey, y'all, hey. So today on the show, we're talking about how to use food as skincare and embrace holistic living. Did you know that there are many foods in your kitchen that can also translate to your bathroom to be a part of your skincare, body care, bathing routine, or even to clean your house? Yes, child. I went through my own awakening when I realized how important it is to be aware of the ingredients in my skincare products, products I used to clean my home, and the chemicals and environmental toxins I may be exposed to. Long story short, I had this crazy, crazy episode where I fell asleep with um, a cleanser on my face and woke up with a burn on my face. And that caused me to start looking at what were the ingredients in that? And why in the world would my face be burned by keeping this on my face? And I just kind of threw out everything and tried to simplify my makeup, tried to simplify my cleaning products, tried to simplify what I was using on my body um, to wash and all of those things just because you realize... Because your skin is the largest organ, you want the things that you're putting on your body to be as natural as possible, even edible. So before we talk a little bit about holistic living, let's get into a few very simple foods you probably already have in your kitchen that can be used as skincare. Honey. We know that honey is a natural humectant and it has antimicrobial properties. It makes it really great for moisturizing and also cleansing the skin. I've used it in a face mask. Sometimes I I mix this face mask with other ingredients, um, but you can even use it as a face mask by itself by applying a thin layer on your face, leaving it there for 15 to 20 minutes and then rinsing it off with warm water. It also works pretty well as a spot treatment for acne-prone skin. You definitely want the most local, natural, amazing honey that you can find if you're going to use it on your face. Um, The next is coconut oil. Coconut oil is rich in fatty acids. It provides intense moisture to the skin. It can be used as a body moisturizer by massaging a small amount onto damp skin after a shower. It can also serve as a really awesome, gentle makeup remover and lip balm. There's so many ways that you can use coconut oil. Um, I use it also to oil pull, which is a, you know an Ayurvedic um, method of actually whitening the teeth and pulling toxins out through the mouth. There's so many things you can do with coconut oil, child. So if you have coconut oil... Please don't keep it only in the kitchen. Have another one for the bathroom, okay? Oats. Oats have soothing and exfoliating properties, which makes them ideal for sensitive or irritated skin. You can create an oatmeal face mask by mixing ground oats with water or yogurt to form a paste. I like to add honey to my oatmeal masks. And you can apply it to your face, leave it on for 10 to 15 minutes, and then rinse it off in lukewarm water. Avocado. As you probably know, avocado is packed with healthy fats and antioxidants, which can nourish and rejuvenate the skin. Creating a hydrating face mask by mashing a ripe avocado and applying it to your face is a great way to um, kind of bring life back to your face. You can leave it on for 15 to 20 minutes before rinsing it off. Then there's cucumber. Cucumber is known for its cooling and its soothing properties. You can use cucumber slices to reduce puffiness and dark circles around the eyes. For an overall refreshing face mask, you can blend actually cucumber with yogurt or aloe vera gel and apply it to your face for 15 minutes before you wash it off. Green tea. Green tea, in case you didn't know, is rich in antioxidants. This can protect your skin from damage and also promote a healthy complexion. You can actually brew a cup of green tea, let it cool, and use it as a toner by applying it to your face with a cotton pad. Alternatively, you can also freeze green tea into ice cubes and use them as soothing face treatment. And last but not least, something that you probably already have in your kitchen is brown sugar. Brown sugar is a natural exfoliant that can help remove dead skin cells and promote a smoother complexion. You can create a really gentle scrub by mixing brown sugar with olive oil or honey. You can gently massage a mixture onto your damn skin in circular motions and then rinse thoroughly. I love sugar scrubs. I'm sure you guys have tried them are all over, but you can actually make your own at home. So remember to always do a patch test before you use any new ingredient on your skin, especially if you have sensitive skin or allergies. Additionally, if you have any existing skin conditions or concerns, it's always a good idea to consult with a dermatologist before you try new skincare ingredients. And also just get familiar with what your skin is sensitive to. Try to um, learn what, you know, what bothers you and avoid those things. Now, once you get beyond examining your skincare routine, you might realize it's time to look at other aspects. It's time to look maybe at your makeup, your cleaning supplies, your water supply, and much more. At first, it might feel like everything is toxic as you start to pay attention to what's around you. But holistic living is a way of life that recognizes the interconnectedness of the mind, body, and spirit, and the impact that our lifestyle choices have on our overall well-being. This approach emphasizes the importance of taking a holistic approach to health and wellness by addressing the root cause of health problems, rather than simply treating the symptoms. If you're tired of living on autopilot or feeling disconnected from your body and the world around you, transitioning to a holistic lifestyle can be a transformative journey towards greater well-being and deeper connection with yourself and nature. One of the first steps is to, as we talk about on, the, on this podcast all the time, we talk about diet all the time. So eliminating processed foods, then you can eliminate chemicals, you can eliminate harmful substances from your diet and your environment, from your water supply. Start reading labels, start choosing whole and natural foods over processed ones. You can incorporate more fruits, more vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins in your meals, and opt for organic options when possible to reduce exposure to pesticides and other toxins. You also want to gradually replace conventional cleaning and personal care products with natural alternatives, which means you got to start being a label sleuth. You got to start actually understanding what is in the products and reading the labels. You want to try to find things that are free from harsh chemicals and additives. As you cleanse your diet and surroundings, you'll notice increased energy, mental clarity, and a renewed sense of vitality. Taking the path to holistic living requires mindfulness and conscious choices in every aspect of your life. So embracing practices like prayer, meditation, or spending time in nature to reconnect with your inner self and foster a sense of balance is key. You want to prioritize self-care. You want to get enough rest. You also want to manage stress to support your overall well-being. And if you can, surround yourself with like-minded individuals who share your journey as a supportive community can be instrumental in sustaining positive changes or just an accountability partner. That's what I serve for most of my clients is they're a very strong source of accountability. Remember, transitioning to holistic living is a process and it's really okay to take small steps. By nourishing your body, mind, and soul with wholesome choices and eliminating harmful elements, you'll pave the way for a happier, healthier, and more harmonious existence. Remember, if you are not well, healing takes time and patience. So be gentle with yourself and trust the process. Now that you've learned a few foods you can use as skincare, I really hope you feel inspired to take control of your health and try some of these approaches. If you haven't embraced holistic living, I hope that you expand your mind and think about what are the areas that I haven't even thought about yet. Maybe it's your water. Maybe it's your cleaning supplies. Maybe it's your environment. Maybe there's too much pollution in your environment. Maybe you need to move, (laughs) whatever it is. Um, There may be aspects that you haven't thought about that can uh, impact your well-being. So I hope you take time to think about those things. Incorporating dietary changes, supplements, stress reduction techniques, natural topical remedies and lifestyle changes may help alleviate symptoms and promote long-term healing, especially if you are sick. But remember, don't get super overwhelmed. Don't feel like, oh my God, I have to do everything. Rome was not built in a day. So take it step by step and just work on each thing as it comes up for you and as you have the energy to do it. All right, all right. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we will continue to learn more about using food as skincare with our amazing guests. So stay tuned. <laughs> Are you a woman struggling with horrible periods, fibroids, endometriosis, PCOS, infertility, or unsavory menopausal symptoms? I'm associate E, also known as The Raw Girl of therawgirl.com. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And in my Hormone Balancing Academy, me and my team can help you approach any hormonal challenge you are facing from a holistic perspective. Don't take my word only for it. Here's a snippet from a recent client whose fibroid shrunk after following my recommendations.
1: Um, come to find out, my fibroid shrunk to a 1.5. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> I was so happy and grateful to God and sosa and you know just her program really. Outside of my fibroid shrinking, I'm off of chicken, so I don't do meat. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> and I don't do dairy don't you know we don't do that anymore and my weight is steadily at a one 101 pounds as of today so my weight did go up um, so I'm really happy with you know with my results I'm really grateful to you know to God and to to ASOS and her her raw girl program and I highly, highly, highly recommend you sign up for Raw Girl. You won't regret it.
0: Just in case you missed it, head on back to season six and hear more of the amazing glow-up stories from women who have overcome infertility, normalized incessant periods, and much more. If you or someone you know are interested in reaching your hormonal health goals with support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a free 20 minute call and a member of our team will talk to you. Until then, stay healthy and happy. Amber Lynn Johnson is an esthetician and the founder of Adenla Handcrafted Essentials, a company which sells handcrafted plant-based skin, hair, and body care. As a student of nature for over 20 years, she fell in love with the magic of plants. In addition to selling her amazing products, Amber provides customized facials to clients based in Houston, Texas. All right, all right, Amber. I am so excited to have you on staying Asia. Thank you so much for your time and for coming to talk to me today. Yeah,
2: thank you for having me. I'm excited too. I appreciate
0: it. Yeah, I was I was super excited to. You have amazing products and um, amazing knowledge as a holistic mom and also as an esthetician. So I kind of want to like pick your brain about skincare and then get into some other stuff if that's all right.
2: Yeah, let's get into it.
0: Um, before we get into like the nitty gritty, I'm curious actually. How did you end up becoming an esthetician? What led you down that path?
2: Yeah, um, when I became a mom, I started experiencing issues with my skin for like the first time. Granted, I was a young mom, but like throughout my teens, I didn't have like a lot of breakouts or issues. But going through all that hormonal change with having my son, uh, my skin was not the way that I wanted it to be. And mm-hmm. so, just trying to figure out what I could do for myself, not having like the knowledge because I didn't go to school until like much later but also like wanting to use um, things that were going to be safe because now that I was carrying it and expecting and also, you know, nursing after having him, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't hurting him in the process.
0: Right, right. So you kind of like went through the path of taking care of yourself and your child and then you ended up starting working on other people?
2: Absolutely. I moved to Houston back in 2008 and I came down here on the mission to go to school, to be an and open up a spa. And so I did it and I've been practicing for 15 years now and I love it I feel like having the info, imp- having the knowledge and having the mentor that I had from my instructor um and we're still friends and I can still like reach out to her and just she showed me what a holistic lifestyle was like and so her name from Montego Bay and all the different herbs that she would use and all the different um, fruits and vegetables she would put on her face and the different conversation that we had regarding um natural nat- like, natural like naturopathy, but also for having the background in cosme- cosmetics and cosmeceuticals and also like um pres- pres- a prescription grade as well, it gave mm-hmm. me a really good viewpoint. And so like, that's been my background. So where like I worked for a doctor when I first got my license, um, and then mm-hmm. I opened up my own spa. And then um, I went back to like, I started, actually it's been 10 years. I started a hair care line back in 2013 Oh wow. like, as a business instead of like, I can just sell the people that I know and like use it on my family. But so it's like the 10 year anniversary of Adenla, which is like, it's so, not so real, but it just, it's a reminder of like how being consistent and being persistent um, with things that like really make sense to you, just what, what I'm naturally good at, which is helping people um, with their skin. Because I, I have a passion for it, just being the largest organ, but also how, like how simply we can rid ourselves of, of ailments and issues Um of course, it all starts within. So our diet is the most important thing, but there's so many things that we have in our kitchen cabinet that can really transform the complexion.
0: I love that. I love that. I had like one of my major health crises was having horrible skin. I used to have really, really crazy acne breakouts and I went through a whole detox process. It was, I had like kind of an awakening where I went into my bathroom and threw everything in the trash, like all the like proactive and random like stuff I was putting on my skin because I realized like you were saying, it's an inside out game. It's not an outside in game when it comes to your skin. So I really love that. And I resonate with that. I'm, I'm wondering as an esthetician, like for the average person who may or may not know, like, what are the steps we should be doing? Are there steps that we should be doing every single day to take care of our skin or just on a regular basis? What would those be? Absolutely. Um,
2: like I, I feel like for, for women, like we've, I don't know if we like we don't need to do the 10 step, but we definitely don't need to even do five steps at a time. I feel like just three basic steps which is, includes a cleansing, a toner and a moisturizer on a daily basis twice a day um, mm-hmm. is a really good start. And I and I I listened to a podcast a couple of days ago that like reminded me of how like just even having a cleansing ritual mm-hmm. is like a way of grounding yourself and reminding like reminding yourself of you being home in your body. And it just felt cuz like I enjoy it. Like I spend like 10 to 15 minutes Oiling my skin—that's how I cleanse my skin. Um, right. Really massaging it in and just loving it on myself and touching it on myself. I feel like it's so important. Um, a lot of people are touch deprived, but just the idea of you being able to touch on yourself and you should touch on yourself. And the the skin is so receptive to it. And using like really the plant oils or essential oils or different clays um, or even different fruits and vegetables just makes such a difference, and you feel the difference versus like like you said about using like a proactive or clear still. Because I did that back in the day as well before I knew you know before I knew better. Right. Um, but just cleansing, toning, and moisturizing. And like for me, like there's so many different ways that you can cleanse. Like I make soaps. And so like my bar soaps, I feel like are really good because they're nourishing for those that like like a really like so like soapy, like um foamy, soapy feeling. But like I'm a fan of, of using oils. I feel like um a lot of times people have the misconception that like, oh, my skin's oily, I don't want to put oil on my skin. But if you use the right type of oils and mm-hmm. also um removing it properly, so like it just oil attracts oil. So just, it really removes the gunk and, and like debris from our skin, especially living in Houston. It's such, is such a like polluted city. It's such a toxic city. Mm-hmm. Um, and so environmentally, like we we need to do our part, um, especially at nighttime before you, before going to bed. I couldn't imagine, like only on a day that like I'm having like a really, I don't know, like a long day or maybe I'm traveling. It's just, I just, I'm not being kind to myself, but I couldn't imagine like going to bed without removing the day. And right. My skin to reset while I'm sleeping because that's when it's doing the most work. And so like right. a cleanse palette, having like a moisturizer or a really good serum that's going to penetrate and do its work while you're sleeping and for your body as well. Like I, I really, that, that's super important to me. And I feel like my skin shows it. Um, I get compliments and I don't do it for the compliments. I just, it's a, it's a, it's a, our skin is a, it's a living thing. And so like nothing's permanent. So thinking about as I'm aging, wanting to make sure that I'm giving my skin the nutrients that it needs at this time. Because like, even like now in the summertime, I'm, like switching up my routine. Um, and so like my cleansing routine is different. My exfoliation routine is different. The oils that I use are a little lighter because like it's it's hot, but like my skin still needs that nourishment and my bones still need that nourishment too. Mm, so for you, you lighten it up when it gets warmer? I do. Yeah. Like, like in the wintertime, I'm layering like oils and butters and balms and salves. Like I'm I'm super lubricated and just, I love it. But like Mm -hmm. in the the summertime, as much as I definitely want, I mean, you know, you're showing off skin. So of course you're going to be moisturized. But I use like a rice bran oil Mm -hmm. or or a grape seed blend. So that way it's really, really light. I like dry oil, especially watermelon seed oil. It's a really good oil during Mm. the summertime. It's it's really light, but it has Mm -hmm. vitamin A, C, and E. So it's super nourishing. Mm -hmm. Um, It has all those antioxidants that help to repair um, especially as we get especially as we're aging, dealing with like free radicals and all the damage that caught that can happen from what we eat in addition to us being outside.
0: Okay. Let's go back to the cleanse, moisturize, tone. Child, I don't use a toner. What am I missing out with the toner?
2: Okay. So, like a toner is like a second cleansing set. It's like a broom sweeping everything away. So that way when you apply your moisturizer, your serum, your oil, um, not only is it able to penetrate better because the surface is prepared. Mm -hmm. Um, but you actually use less product.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Super interesting. Cause I always, I always felt like, what am I toning for? Like, why do I need this step? (laughs) It
2: depends on, I feel like, I feel like we talked about you using like um, moringa oil or baobab oil. So like just thinking about like you spraying like rose water or even like aloe vera juice on your skin before you apply that oil. So like oil and water together becomes an emotion like a lotion. So it's a lighter application Uh... to your product. And it can actually penetrate because it has like a vehicle to help go down people's into the pores.
0: Oh, that's so good. So wait a minute, rose water. What are the things, the natural things that we can use for for toner?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm a. i oh, am I love aloe vera juice. It's it does so many different things. Um, it's antibacterial, antimicrobial, but it's also like anti-inflammatory. So it's soothing. It's good for dry skin. It's good for oily skin. It's just like an all-purpose for everyone. But I use aloe vera. And I mix a little bit of, like, depending on the oil that I want to use, like, that's just me. Like, you can definitely just use aloe vera on its own. And I get, like, the big gallon. Um, mm-hmm. You can get it from, like, Walmart or Kroger or even on Amazon. But it's through the earth. And, like, I just, I, it's, like, probably $10 for, like, 120 ounces. But it'll last me forever. And I put a little bit wow. in the spray bottle. So that way, as I'm, like, out and about, I can, like, rehydrate and miss my skin. Because, like, it's even though it's humid here, like, my skin still gets dry because the sun is so intense. Right. I'm not like a fanatic where I'm like around, like, you know, misting it all, all day long. But like, I just, I take care of my skin because I know that it's going to show later. And like, I don't feel well when I don't take care of my skin because I know that's what I'm doing.
0: Right. 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 So, and then the rose water also can be a toner.
2: Yeah. Rose water is awesome. Um, super like moisturizing and good for those that have like sensitive skin or those that have more like drier, mature skin. It's just like a, it's just super nourishing. Um, I love rose water and it smells good. So, like with you having locks, like I feel like you probably, I don't know. Like when I think of locks, I always think of rose water, like a rose water mist daily. And so mm-hmm. just the same thing with the toner. Like after I cleanse, like in the morning and in the evening, um, uh, I actually do have a combination of rose water and aloe vera juice on my uh, sink on my counter. Oh, that's
0: awesome. That's awesome. And the aloe vera juice, like, is that something like litter? Where would we get that? Are we literally just buying regular aloe vera juice?
2: Yeah. Um, I get Fruit of the Earth, they have an organic um version and it's just pure aloe vera juice. Mm-hmm. And once, you know, once it's open, it has to be refrigerated. But like, like I said, that's I'll I'll buy a gallon of that and that'll last me for probably a year It's a
0: lot. Wow. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. So let's talk about the types of things. So we talked about, you mentioned a little bit like, you know, using food ingredients, you know, for your skin. And I'm like big on that. Like when I've had skin crises, I've had various skin crises. So first I've had the acne stuff, child. (laughs) Then at one point I burned my face with a cleanser from a a toxic company. It was actually a Kiehl's cleanser. It burned my face. I actually fell asleep with it on accident and woke up with a burn on my face and I healed it using fenugreek seed, you know, um, doing a fenugreek seed pack and doing all this stuff. And after that drama, I really went through my my cleansers and all my products, and I just got rid of anything that was quote unquote, that I just wasn't sure if it was supernatural. And that's when I really got into, well, what is in my kitchen? Like I wanted to be as edible as possible, whatever it is I'm putting on my face.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um so like avocado super great for hair and for skin. Like I use it as a facial mask. It's really great at moisturizing. Um, wound healing is good for those that have psoriasis high in omega-3 and six. Um, papaya and pineapple love those. Like th- those are both like uh, fruit enzymes that are great for exfoliation. And that's another thing too, when it comes back to the three-step, like the cleansing, the toning and the moisturizing, but like you have to exfoliate. Like I mm. can imagine having like a buildup of skin because like just thinking about um cleansing, like it does, like it it does a little bit of exfoliation, but when you get like Either a fruit enzyme or even like a sugar and honey blend, so where it's more like a, a chemical and mechanical exfoliator that allows your products um, to be able to actually do what they're supposed to do instead of just sitting on top of that dead skin and, and you look fresher and your skin so much softer. So like I exfoliate my face and my body um, at least twice a week, especially during the summertime. I just love mm. the way it feels and I love the way like just even dealing with like pigmentation because most of us, most women of color or people of color, anytime there's an injury, like we have to deal with um, our hyperpigmentation. Yeah, right. And so, like, that'll help to not necessarily combat it, but help speed up the cell turnover rate. So, that mm-hmm. you way, know, those, those new skin cells can push to the surface quicker and it'll get lighter and fresher, and you'll be able to get rid of that scar much, quicker.
0: Can you over exfoliate? Is that a possibility?
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. So, it depends on your skin type, and there's so many different ways that you can exfoliate. Like for those that have sensitive skin and even those that have like psoriasis and eczema, which I feel like a lot of times they don't believe that they can exfoliate, but they need to probably the most.
0: Mm-hmm, um, I
2: would do like mm-hmm. something like an oatmeal and a honey because it's definitely going to be um, slightly abrasive, but not like too aggressive, but still effective. And even mm-hmm, just using mm-hmm. honey by itself is a really good exfoliator because it's so sticky. And so just rolling it around your skin, like it's definitely going to pick up those dead skin cells and any like leftover debris. Um, I love sugar. I definitely love using like, even like like, like, like the yogurt, or like whole milk because of the lactic acid. Um, yeah. That's a good way to, it's really good um, uh, pack for your hair as well. But it's a really good way to, if you have like maybe sunburns where you can nourish your skin as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like I, I I don't, I try not to tan, but like when I go out, I go out. So like when I'm out in the sun, I'm protected, but I know that I need all that, I need as much vitamin D as I can possibly get. So that's no, what time for you burn. Hmm?
0: I said, I feel you. I feel you. I've actually been looking into, because a lot of people have been asking me about sunscreen and I've noticed that there's a lot of people who make their own sunscreen. Do you make your own sunscreen?
2: I do. I just don't use it. I'll, I make it and I give it to my son. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: But you know, let me take that back. So I'll make an oil that is like a sun, like a sun reflecting. So I'm still able to get the penetration, but it's giving me some protection. Okay. Uh, and so like, yes, I do. Let me take that back. So when I, every time I think of sunscreen, I think of like, Zinc or titanium dioxide, but there's other ways, like there are oils that have naturally occurring um, SPF. And so I try to make sure, like, that's something that I'll use versus doing something that's going to give me like a, a cast or like a, I don't want to be covered. You know, what are some of those oils that have natural SPF? I do think. I know raspberry seed, I think it has an SPF of like 28, which is super high. Wow. Some people don't believe that it's a good SPF. I believe it because I think, I believe it helps to prevent, uh, not prevent, but it helps to. Like the, rage, the burning rays, but that the aging. But either way, it gives you something better than nothing, right? Okay. So like okay. shea butter, I believe is an SPF of four. Coconut yes, I've there. seen that. Yeah, and I love that. So I'll make like a bomb with like shea butter and coconut oil. <laughs> coconut oil is like an SPF ten. Okay. Um, what, I know carrot seed oil. That one has a high SPF as well. I think that one's like forty-five, which is when you think about that. So that's a really high SPF. That's like,
0: high. That's higher than high high some sunscreens.
2: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's so cool. Um, I want to go back to the lactic acid for those of us who are dairy sensitive and don't consume dairy internally. I mean, I definitely have heard it my whole life that, you know, using yogurt and stuff on your face is actually great. What is it about the lactic acid that is that is good for your skin?
2: So lactic acid is like a it's a, it's an alpha I'm sorry it's a beta no it's an alpha hydroxy acid so what it is is like like glycolic like acid lactic acid yeah. malic acid which are all like definitely derived from food mm-hmm. um, but it's a way to kind of like it, they just they gobble up the the, the dead skin cells but then they don't mm. have the like live skin cells mm. that's how they exfoliate
0: okay so it's a gentle way to exfoliate as well.
2: It is depending on, again, if you're using food, but like, I know there's some peels that like the ordinary is a brand that I've seen. They have like a glycolic acid peel and a lactic acid peel. That's different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I would be like super careful and maybe just not do it or either have a professional do something like that to your skin. Right. Right.
0: Are there, are there precautions? Cause I, I haven't had the best experience, like going to an esthetician and I have really good skin. So I'm always like, please don't make my skin worse. But I, I always wonder if there are like, I think this one esthetician who I actually did like, she was telling me that there's a, a marked difference with the way that women of color should be dealing with their skin versus everybody else. Do you have any like precautions or, or things that you can tell us about that?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like we all know how quickly we scar. And so, like, we actually have the most sensitive skin out there. We feel like sometimes because we have all this melanin, we can take all this sun and take all this damage. But like our skin is super sensitive. Mm. So just thinking about getting like a microdermabrasion, which can be possible scarring because that's like deep, intense abrading the skin. diamond. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like you're like sandpaper. Um, but not this, you know, a diamond, but still like it's really, really aggressive. And even sometimes certain chemical peels, like working for a doctor who really didn't want to deal with skin of color when it came to chemical peels because of the the high risk. Yes. So it's higher that risk was a long time ago. And so like I'm, I'm sure things have changed. But like now I'm just back on I've just been on the natural end for like the last 10 years. So I don't even know what it would be like because I actually do like a, a natural chemical peel when I um on my clients which I feel like gives me a really good result, which is super similar to what I would have gotten like from like a cosmetic or even like a doctor prescribed. Oh, wow. So like, I'm really happy with that because I I definitely like, I treat clients that have like really um, intense issues. And so like, I'm all about, I know nature takes its time, but sometimes there's some things that we can do. um, To to speed
0: it up a bit. Yes. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's super dope. That is super dope. Are there any other what are foods that you like for exfoliation or just for any of the steps that you already mentioned? I feel like I learned a lot already because I'm like, OK, um, I feel like I, I never use a toner. So now I'll actually think about using a toner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You'll be so happy.
0: <laughs> OK, OK. I believe you. I believe you because I've seen your skin and your skin is popping. OK, uh, so. thank you so much. <laughs> Are there any other like favorite foods? I remember last time we were talking about like random like spices. I think you mentioned like cinnamon and I was like, what?
2: Yeah. So like ginger, cinnamon, moringa, turmeric, all those powders. Because I feel like you, I'm sure you have a cabinet full of all that stuff. I do. Those mixed with like your cleanser or those mixed together as a mask or those mixed together as an exfoliant um, by themselves, like they do wonders. Like ginger is so stimulating. So just thinking about like stimulating um, collagen and helping to plump the skin, same thing with cinnamon. Like you feel it. It's tingly. Um, And it's like, because it's such a a finely ground powder, like you feel the actual chemical, not chemical, but the mechanical abrasion. So like after I get done exfoliating my skin with cinnamon, like not only is there like a super rosy glow, but my skin feels so soft. And so just huh. thinking about something so simple, right? That you can add to your cleanser or add to your oil or even just add some honey um, and be able wow. to get, like, and make an exfoliant and or mask. I love like dual purpose. So like a mm-hmm. lot of times like my exfoliant, I'll leave it on as a mask because those benefits need to kind of stay on sometime as well. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I love doing that.
0: That is so cool. I, I can't even remember because I used to make my own pressed powder and cinnamon. I used to use cinnamon to add a specific like tint to it. Have you ever
2: made your own makeup? I did. Back when I was like, I was thinking about that too, a couple um, a couple of months back. Like when I, I'm doing what i I'm, I'm doing now at 42, what I was doing when I was like nine and 10. Wow. And like that's who I am, you know? And so thinking about like making my own lip gloss and making my own eyeshadow back when I was like in fifth grade and Mm -hmm. how much fun and how much like my mom was she was like oh my god like amber get out of the bathroom you're spending so much time doing some like i love it i love like (laughs) the cleansing ritual i love like perfecting so i think that's that's probably the main reason why i became an esthetician like i love extractions and i love people that have like really severe issues because it's like i can turn you around and i know how uh, how on a psychological level how impacting that is um but also just like on the physical like your skin can change and like nothing is permanent when you're dealing with an organ.
0: Yes. And what I love is that it feels like you're turning it around by like feeding the face nutrition. No?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's here for.
0: Yeah. That's dope. That's really dope. Um, Can we talk about your Holistic Mamas program? So tell me a little bit about like how that came to be and like what that's about.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I've been a mom for 22 years. And so I didn't have anyone that kind of like show me all the different things and all the different modalities that I know and how I raise my kids. It was a lot of like trial and error, but also just wanting to reverse um, the issues that were rampant in my family, like high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease. Like there was, it's just was a lot. And then obesity. Mm. So knowing that like that portal of initiation of becoming a mother was like, it was just the switch that, that changed everything. Lots mm. some people along the way. And I think about this man, I was at a, Um, uh, a car wash like back when I think my kids were like maybe two and four. I mean, so I was already kind of on a good path, but he gave me this book because he saw my kids' car seats in the back of the car, and they were it was Kevin Trudeau's book, um, what the what big pharma don't doesn't want you to know, and that that made me go and like throw away everything in my cabinets, everything in the medicine closet, because it's like I was still like kind of teetering, you know, where like I was doing the things that I knew that were better, but like Mm -hmm. I still had Neosporin in the in the in the cabinet, I you know, still had penicillin, um, mm-hmm. and I didn't have all the different herbs that I have now. And so, like that was such a gateway um, of just being able to see that, like, there's so much, there's so much, there's so much responsibility. Number one, as a as a mom, to where like knowing that my children's health, um, their well being, like that's in my hands. And so, like, the, I just devoured information. And so, mm-hmm. like, getting the knowledge that I had, going to school, having the mentors. I have so many books um and so like I've been studying like herbs for over 20 years and then also like reversing my daughter's type um type 2 diabetes like that was something that gave me so much power to, to know that like I'm still learning but like I'm now at the point where I can try to help other moms who are mm-hmm. interested in that in that way of living but don't have a role model in their mom or their grandma because a lot of times right. it's, like that's that's where we come from but we have to be reminded of who we are and it's hard when we don't see it
0: right
2: and so, um, a nonprofit reached out to me a couple of years back, and she had a she had some funding, and I was in the middle of writing a book called Holistic Mama, and there were twelve chapters, which mm-hmm. ended up being twelve months of study. For it was a one month, one one day a month um, program at a maternity home in the southeast side of Houston. Oh and wow! I was able to teach them so many different things, um, to how ha- how to be resourceful, how to be a conscious consumer how to be financial um, literate, how to use herbs as medicine um, and just all the things that like, I felt like as a mom, you should know, you should have this in your arsenal. You should have some honey to where like, if your child gets a cut, that's what you put on that cut. Right, right,
0: right. And it's
2: like, once you know, and then you tell other moms. And so just trying to create community and trying to like, show other young black women, like, this is how you can do it. I
0: love that. And it's so true. Like, Um, we have a lot of pregnant clients now and I feel like starting from pregnancy on it's like people are just left like unless you have your grandmama your mama there with you telling you you know the things they did there's just so much information about women's health that we're not given you know and there's so many surprises that happen in pregnancy for people I mean I know too much now because I help pregnant clients (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's, you know, going through pregnancy and then postpartum, there's just so many surprises. And then on top of that, then when you're actually raising the child, not being equipped, like you said, with, you know, you're being at the mercy of doctors with your child uh-huh. as well, when there's so many things you can do just at, in your house.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. So I think that's super powerful and very necessary, Joe, Very yeah. necessary. Thank you.
2: I love it. it.
0: Love it. Um, Is there anything else that you feel like is a very common thing that most of your clients don't know about their skin um, or skin health that you wish that they knew?
2: Sugar consumption. Um, Mm. It it may not get you now, but it'll get you later. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs)
0: That is so true. You know what? You know what I do when people offer me sugar? I say, no, Chad. I'm trying to look young for a really long time. I'm so sorry. I can't take that. <laughs> <laughs> I just did that yesterday. We went to go get, I went with a girlfriend to go get some matcha lattes. And they said, would you like some simple syrup? I said, no, Chad. I am trying to look young for a very long time. So you can skip that simple syrup. Okay? <laughs> and what it does is it helps remind me why I'm saying no to it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But what is it about sugar consumption that you see with your clients? Are you seeing their skin actually deteriorate when they're consuming a lot of sugar?
2: Um, I, don't, I feel like it's not necessarily the the skin per se. It's just the inflammation. Mm. The idea of us causing all that inflammation, like this this is a treat, right? This is so enjoyable. Laura knows I love sugar, so I am basically like speaking to myself. But the yes. idea is like, oh, I'm going to give myself a treat. When it's like you're giving yourself something that's going to cause you to be in pain. and it may, yeah. cause you, it may cause you to have an ex- and it may cause like your hair to fall out like the eye, just all these different things Yes. Yeah. Like, in our diet um because it's the norm and because we're so inundated here and probably I'm sure abroad too like when I like when I travel I'm so amazed like when I go to like these tropical islands and like in the Caribbean where I would expect like fresh fruit and like the things that I that I can purchase if, it's, if it isn't fresh pressed, it's like why would an orange juice have sugar in it Exactly, exactly, exactly. What
0: happened? I literally just had to give a friend an entire lecture because they came through um, to have dinner and and brought a no sugar drink. And I was like, do you realize that that doesn't mean no sugar? There's so many things that are so deceptive that like people don't know, like, okay, when it says no sugar, it's actually a chemical sugar. Yeah,
2: (laughs) xylitol, sorbitol, superlose. Exactly. I I remember like, I, I feel like I, I read and I look. I look at everything and I take my time because I care. One time, for whatever reason, I missed super and I was so angry. Because, right, like, me too. That's happened to me before
0: too. I was, I was pissed like, because what? I read labels for a living. Okay,
2: <laughs> I tasted it immediately. My body was like, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> 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 oh so mad it's like tell me on the front so I'm like, like of course that's my job to look on the back but I'm like how did I miss that
0: yeah yeah no I feel you I feel the same way I'm like they're out here deceiving people just because it are. has little flowers on it and it say no sugar don't mean it's no sugar since like you need to read those ingredients right. for real yeah you know? yes so wow. like I'm all,
2: I'm I, I resonate with that so so heavily I, I just we just have, we have to do our due diligence. Like no yeah. one else is going to look out.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. For and sure. It's our I, drive. Feel I feel you. I love this so much. Where can people find you um, if they want to get a facial, if they're interested in your program? Like where can people find you and connect with you online?
2: Yeah, definitely. I have a website. Um, it's www.adenlahandcraftedessentials. I'm also on Instagram and on Facebook Adenla Handcrafted Essentials. Um, you can reach me um, at A-D-E-N-L-A info at Gmail and I look forward to connecting with whoever's interested.
0: Please Awesome, me. awesome. Y'all go get her stuff, okay? Cause her soap <laughs> is the bomb dot com. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so much, Amber. I really appreciate your time. This has been amazing.
2: Yeah, thank you so much.
0: Are you interested in living your best, healthiest life? I'm Asosa E, also known as the Raw Girl of therawgirl.com, and I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach who specializes in helping you discover what exercise and diet is best for your body, and get to the root cause and rebalance if you have a serious chronic condition. Clients who've worked with me have reversed diabetes, hypertension, balanced hormonally, gotten rid of acne for good and lost hundreds of pounds. If you are interested in reaching your health goals with some support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a 20-minute call with yours truly. Until then, stay healthy and happy. Attention, superfood lovers. You all may know that my favorite African superfood of all time is Moringa. Why? Moringa has 92 nutrients, 46 antioxidants, and all eight essential amino acids, making it an amazing plant-based source of protein. Every part of the plant could be used. I personally use Moringa oil on my face daily, and I use Moringa powder to add my smoothies, make Moringa bread, or sprinkle on meals for added nutrition from a company called True Moringa. Founded in 2013, True Moringa is creating jobs and community with their amazing skin care and wellness products. The coolest part, every time you make a purchase from True Moringa, they plant a tree in your name. To date, they have planted over 3 million Moringa trees to combat deforestation and malnutrition in Ghana. To check out their awesome products, visit truemoringa.com and use the code RAWGIRL at checkout for 10% off and free shipping over $20. If you are already a diehard fan or becoming one, this year you have the opportunity to join their True Moringa Challenge and get free Moringa oil for a year, $104 in value. Customers who have used their oil say it helps to bring their skin back into balance, deeply moisturize, and minimize signs of premature aging. All you have to do is follow at The Raw Girl and at True Moringa on Instagram and email us at media at therawgirl.com with before and after photos or videos of your skin transformation after using the oil along with your story. Don't miss out on the chance to get a full year of product. Can't wait to hear from you. All right, all right. It's time to take a question from Instagram or email. Remember, if you would like to have your question answered on the show, all you got to do is send me a DM, slide up in my DMs on Instagram at the raw Girl, or contact me via my website, therawgirl.com. Today's question is from Emily via Instagram who says, can lifestyle changes alone be sufficient to treat eczema or should they be used in combination with other conventional or natural treatments? That's a really, really great question. Question, Emily. I'm actually going to answer this in a roundabout way. I would say um, lifestyle changes are important to some degree with eczema because some people are triggered by stress. Um, But I would say that even more importantly would be diet changes and also healing the gut. A lot of times when I approach eczema, I approach it by resolving leaky gut. A lot of people who have eczema do have a leaky gut situation. And so when you take supplementation. Um, Actually, cabbage is very important. L-glutamine can be really helpful to help um, tighten up those junctions um, if someone has leaky gut. And what happens is when you heal the leaky gut, the stuff stops coming out on the skin. I kind of combine that approach with also working topically um, to use natural substances to soothe the skin So it's kind of working on all angles. You're working on the diet to try and remove things you're sensitive to or may inflame you. You're working on your lifestyle to reduce stress, which could be um, a trigger for some people. And then you're using supplementation also and trying to heal your gut. So that's kind of how I approach it. I hope that helps you. And um, yeah, feel free to ask a follow-up question if, if that wasn't sufficient. All right, all right. It's time to close out today's show. So excited to talk about how uh, to use food as skincare. I loved the discussion with Amber and all the amazing things she brought up, some, some of which I haven't even thought of. Um, I hope you found this conversation informative and helpful. And also, I hope you're inspired to embrace holistic living in whatever way that means for you um, and maybe take a closer look at you know what you can change in your life to actually improve, reduce your toxic load and improve your health. Feel free to leave a comment or DM me on Instagram at the raw girl about your thoughts and experiences with using food as skin care and embracing holistic living. I hope to hear from you soon. Today, I leave you with a quote from Carrie Lettette. If you don't take care of yourself, the undertaker will overtake that responsibility for you. Ciao. Ain't that the truth. Well, that's all for today, sis. If you're looking for more health tips or have a question for the show, find me on Instagram at The Raw Girl. You can also find me and contact me through my website, TheRawGirl.com. To sign up for our signature program, Staying Ageless 30 Plus, visit StayingAgeless.net or The Hormone Balancing Academy, visit HormoneBalancingAcademy.com. For more on this show or to listen to past episodes, visit StayingAgelessShow.com.